0: Welcome to Two Pits in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Two Pits in a Podcast. And we are in the middle of our complications following tonsillectomy. Do you want to start us off?
0: Okay, so let's wrap this up then and say, so you would, after you've performed a translate to me, everything goes well. When would you like to see the patient again, just for that checkup
1: and make sure everything's fine? So in 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 my practice, it's based on practicality. Uh, the biggest thing in, in in South Africa is about parents and their jobs. So to avoid them coming in excessively, I've now tended to make the first visits about 10 days post-operatively. And if that visit, if virtually everything is healed, I don't need to see the child again. But otherwise, I may see the child once more in about six to eight weeks post-surgery. But the first visit would be roughly about 10 to ten days to two weeks based on the parents' availability.
0: Excellent. So let's you and I now wrap up with, let's give the parents kind of a, a hands-on approach to after tonsillectomy when should you be seeking advice so let me start and say if you're at home off with your child post tonsillectomy and your child is constantly moaning constantly upset it would suggest that the pain is not properly controlled and you're probably better to see somebody sooner rather than later to help that pain control because it could be an infection uh, and we've learned from you that if you're not drinking sufficiently it's going to increase your chance of bleeding. So you need to have proper pain control. So that would be the first for me. The second would be if your child's not drinking sufficiently. And by you would know that because the child would be have dry mouth. You would know it because you would see that your child was drinking less than they normally would.
1: Yes and the other thing that gives is a dead giveaway uh is your child not being able to open their mouth fully and not wanting to swallow and sometimes actually drooling.
0: The drool that's exactly that's right. But you're right actually. You're very right. The children that I see who've got a lot of postoperative pain that literally can't open their mouths. Yes. Uh, and you'll be able to see that because so let's go back and say so if the pain is well controlled and the child is eating and chewing properly they will be able to open their mouth properly. Yes. So those, I think, are the really good, important ones. And then, what about fever? If they start developing
1: fever post-operatively, is that something that we, is that a real warning sign for you? Yes, uh, the biggest problem, Simon, in many of these kids is is timing, is timing, it's timing per, uh, uh, surgery. And the problem is, especially in an environment in which we live in, where most of our kids go to crash and things like this, they could hi, have an underlying viral infection, which. At the time of surgery, it didn't manifest itself and this could manifest itself post-operatively. The, 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 the quick and the easiest answer is any fever post-operatively, it is better to inform your doctor or pediatrician about so that we can manage it and make a determination whether this is something to worry about or we can manage conservatively. Uh, it is still important that uh, in general, can you get a fever post-surgery? The answer is yes, we have what we call a 24 hour fever that you can get immediately after surgery sometimes this can last into this into into the first 48 hours but in general if your child has a sustained fever uh, that's not been able to break after the second day please contact your pediatrician or your doctor attending to your child you couldn't have had a clearer than that and then it's literally
0: over the next 5 to 7 days watching for all of these things ensuring the pain control Cheering a child's opening the mouth, ensuring there's chewing, ensuring there's enough food going in. And then the last thing, I guess, would be any sign of bleeding. Rather, contact your doctor. Use the, the remedies you've already spoken about. But if there's significant bleeding, don't even question it. Get in your car. And if you want to speak to somebody, phone them while you're driving. Yes.
1: So just to give you an idea, just to go back. In the old days... When we had no access to motor cars, no access to telephones and no access to hospitals or as easy access as we do today, this entire procedure you would be hospitalized for a week to ten days, IV antibiotics with a drip, and you'd be fed in theatre. I mean in, in the ward. You're talking about
0: about a tonsillectomy. A
1: tonsillectomy. So this is what used to happen in the old days. Today, we've made it sound like it's a fast-food procedure. What Mm -hmm. I call, you come in, you get your stuff done, and you leave. No, no, the, the, the risk around this operation is still the same. But what we expect from parents is this. Access to a phone, which is today readily available, access to be able to get back to the hospital within me, within the first five to 10 minutes after surgery, and for the doctor to be able to get to you as quickly as possible, is all the reasons why today we allow you to go home, is because we know post-operatively If these criteria are met, where you can get to the hospital, where the doctor can get to the hospital, and we can manage the situation, that's the only reason we send kids home today, much earlier than we would normally do. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. And
0: let me just clarify. When I said make the call while you're driving, I meant the person in the passenger seat, make the call (laughs) while you're driving. Don't make a call (laughs) while you're driving. Yes. That you get the point that I'm making. So Ishmael, this has been absolutely fantastic. I think we have given... Our listeners a really good overview detailed overview with lots of useful information so i'm going to extend a huge thank you to you and we will certainly have you back at any point when we're talking about
1: ent procedures
0: um so thanks for joining us ishmael
1: simon i want to thank you and michael it was an absolute pleasure and thanks for everybody who was listening thanks
0: everybody and if your children have allowed you to thanks for listening thanks guys Thanks for listening, if you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook at Two Pete Podcast. At Two Pete in Podcast. TWO, not
1: the numerical two.
0: This is our disclaimer the information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal, professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.